0: You're listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel, Las Vegas. This is where real faith meets real change. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play Music to get instant notifications when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also check out our website, praisechapellasvegas.com, to check out some more information about us and see what's going on this month on our events calendar. Lastly, follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas. With that being said, listen up, because here comes the word. Tonight, amen. You guys, you guys can sit down. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. I always wanted to say that. You guys can sit down. Man. No, wait. You know what? I'm blessed to be up here today. I think it's been about a year since I've been up here. Right, Pastor? Pastor? I think it's been about a year. It's been a while that I've been up here. And that's that's not nobody's fault but mine, you know. It's like my fault for not being up here because I'm not volunteering or raising my hand either. So that's just for somebody out there too, you know what I mean? You know, you want to be used, but you don't want to raise up that hand. It's more like, I don't know why God don't use me, and you're like this, you know what I mean? It's. You know why God does not use you? Because you're hiding behind the, you know, whatever you're hiding behind. Some of us are hiding behind our women. That was another free one. I mean, we'll start. I'm just ripping off band-aids like that. Wham! You know, I, I'm, I'm blessed. Um, I don't take this lightly. You know, whenever God calls us up here is because he wants us to speak. He wants us to be that vessel, you know. And... You know, that encounter the pastor was talking about, I had my encounter behind bars, and I didn't stay or, or just have that encounter and let it just mingle or, or, or just stay in there. It, kept, it followed me out here, and I kept feeding it. That's why I'm able to stand up here after, you know, so long. I've been out since 2005 and never went back. I haven't got busted for anything, and and that's because of God. That's because... When you have an encounter with God, you understand what it means to have an encounter, that you're no longer that person that you were before. That's what an encounter means, that, that God meets you in your darkest area and says, you're no longer that. I cleansed you from all that. From whatever the world threw on you, you're no longer that person, you know. I mean, if, if you want to go by anything, you know, you go and ask the police for my police record, and they'll tell you, no, he's not worthy of that. But God says, I'm worthy of this. I'm worthy to be up here. So for that, we should thank God. For that, we should give God glory. You know, no, there's, there's nothing in this world that can, can give me the, the satisfaction that I have today, right now. You know, that I see my son, I see family member here that, that know me, the old me, not this me. And that's what gives me a great feeling, and and, and I'm blessed because of that, because those that know me see what God has done in me, and what God does in people like me, and like you. So thank God for you guys, too. Our banner this year says, The Voice. So, of course, all the leadership is coming up here, and we're preaching on The Voice. And this is what The Voice means to me. And, and I'm going to ask the question for you guys. It's like, how many of you guys were here when Brother Derek preached in two weeks ago? That was a great message, too. You know, it's like, um, he said, if, if you see something, say something. That's kind of like the world's saying as well. If you see something, you know, the cops say, say something. If you see a drunk driver on the highway, call it in. Right? And that's what Brother Derek brought. If you see something, say something. And, and the message is, for me, what, the, 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 what I'm saying to the title is, how loud is your voice? How loud is your voice? I know my voice is loud. I don't even need the mic. But, no, I don't... Some of you guys are laughing too much. You don't have to laugh that hard. But uh, how loud is your voice? Think about that. Think about it. You know, when, um, when Brother Derek was preaching, it, it kind of hit in the same area that I was going, and then God kind of reversed it and said, no, we're going to go this way with it. But I want to read something to you, and you tell me who this is. I've been to the mountaintop. I've seen the promised land. I may not get there with you, but I want you to know tonight that we, as a people, will get to the promised land. You guys don't know who that is, right? Yes? And MLK. We live on MLK if you know this, Martin the King. But um, if you don't know that was Martin the King, uh, Reverend Dr. Martin the King, remember who he was. He was a man of God first before anything else. And... That was his last speech before he was assassinated, right? You guys know that. That was his last speech. And what he said on there was, I've seen the mountaintop. We've all seen our mountaintops. And we've been in the highs and we've been in the lows. We've been through valleys. And God has got us through each and every one of our valleys, right? And on April 4, 1968, he was killed. And this is where it gets a little down and dirty with it. This is where it comes out to really understanding if you're about God or you're just pretending to be about God. Because when you say yes to God and you say yes to to the word of God and you're going to be a man of God or a woman of God and you're going to preach the word, it might cost you your life. He was assassinated the next day. He fought for something. Was his voice loud? Was he one of those loud preachers, yelling, screaming? He wasn't even about violence. Now, the people that were around him were about violence. Because they were persecuted all their lives. Kicked and spit on. Yeah, It's going to get quiet tonight, man, because this is serious stuff. It's like, are you ready To be the voice out there in the world when people are going to spit and yell at you and put death threats on you and on your whole family. He had death threats on everybody in his family. He had kids. I have kids. We all have kids. And if you don't have kids, you still have family members. You have moms. You have brothers, sisters. Because of your walk, your family can have a target wherever you go. Because if you say yes to God. Now listen, I'm not trying to scare you. If you're not saved, if you don't know about God, I'm not trying to scare you to say, then why do I want that? It's either you want to be with God or be against God. And I'm going to tell you right now, the world, even in the world, man, I mean, I ran in the streets. So guess what? I still had a target on my back. by other gangbangers, by other drug dealers. by other, Whatever I was into, there was also somebody else that was against that, that I was doing. So there was a target. And it was all for the bad. Why wouldn't I walk in this and have a target for Christ when there's something real and something worth dying for? Do yeah. yeah. you going know, to tell me you'll die for your street right now? You tell me you're gonna die for a street that don't even belong to you? You probably don't even pay taxes on it. You don't even have a job. How is it yours? I'm gonna die for this street. I don't pay taxes though. You know, I'm taking psychology. I got nine weeks left of this after two years. And I'm doing abnormal, abnormal psychology right now. And I'm reading some stuff that is like, Hey, what the heck was I doing? It's like, hey, this ain't supposed to work on me. I was supposed to learn how to do it on somebody else. But I'm like, it's analyzing me. I, I was like, I was like looking at my wife like, why are you even with me, man? I like, start jittering and hearing voices like, it's funny. I was on the voice and I'm hearing voices. Listen. If you want to walk with God, be ready to lose your life. Physically and spiritually. Dr. Martin King lost his life physically. Okay. The day I left prison, you could say the old me died. He stayed there. I, I, I gave up that life. He died. Right? So what I do, I gave up my life to go for Christ, all in or all out. I mean, come on, man. I know a lot of people didn't gangbang in here. I know a lot of people didn't run in the streets the way I did or or, or some of the other brothers or sisters did. Okay? Whatever the reason or whatever you went through that got you to come to Christ, okay, that's your guys' reason. Okay? But for mine is... I I left that alone. I left that man alone to follow Christ, all in and all out. And that's one of our sayings in the streets. Either you're all in with us or you're all out. Get out. Get out of the area. The moment I hit prison, they asked me, are you going to run with us, blah, blah, blah. I'm not even going to name the names. We don't need to give them glory because that's not what it's about. It's about glorifying God. So when I said no to them, they all turned their backs on me. But I had the one that mattered the most. Right? As I said, I'm ready to serve God. And I have continued to serve God. And my kids have continued to serve God. And now they're married. They have kids. Their kids will continue to serve God. That is what the whole cycle of being a Christian is. But raising them up right. Not just bringing them to church and saying, you have to come to church, but they're only here because we forced them. Let them come. Let them want to have God in their lives for themselves. Yes, we guide them at an age. We guide them. My eyes got all blurry. I don't know what happened (laughs) now. me, I'm not going to cry because I don't cry no more. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> check it out. David and Goliath, we're talking about the voice, right? David and Goliath, what voice did each one of them have? We all know Goliath and we all know David kind of voice do you think Goliath had? Huh? Let's, let's see. Let's read it. I'm going to give you scriptures. I'm not just going to go off of what I know. I'm going to give you guys some scriptures. 1 Samuel 17, um, 17, 8 through 11. And the word of God says, then he stood, Goliath stood, and cried out to the armies of Israel and said to them, why have you come out to line up for, the, for battle? Am I not a Philistine and you the servants of Saul? Choose a man for yourselves and let him come down to me. If he, if he is able to fight me, with me and kill me, then we will be your servants. But if I prevail against him and kill him, then you shall be our servants and serve us. And the Philistines I, the armies of Israel, this day, give me a man we may fight together. When Saul and all Israel heard these words of, of the Philistine, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. Why do you think they were afraid of Goliath? Well, for one, he wasn't whispering. I just read it. Okay? Now listen. Where Goliath and them were camped at to where the Israelites were camped at was 2.6 miles away. Was he whispering? He was rumbling what he was saying to them. And I guarantee you, anybody that's on the other side looking at six point miles away heard that coming? I don't think I want to go see what kind of man is saying that. They were already afraid of the voice that they heard. You guys getting this? they, They were already scared of the voice of the man saying, send me somebody that I can smash on. I'll take anybody out. He wasn't whispering, right? He was calling them out. And if anybody's like you or, or real about this, if you heard something loud, you know, we're muscles. We hear the ambulances and the cops, we're outside. But if you heard somebody yelling like that, you're not going to go outside. What's going on outside? I don't know. I ain't opened the door. You stupid or what? I mean, are you serious? Seriously. You heard this voice almost three miles away. You know this dude is not playing around. Go over there, I dare you. That's what he was saying, right? So let's hear David's voice. And I'm not going to read it because we all know what happened. And for those of you that don't know what happened, keep reading. And you understand that a whisper from this kid went over there and slang this beast, took him out. He was a whisper compared to this man's voice or, or yell or rumbling of, of come and get this, right? So what I'm trying to get at is it doesn't matter about your voice. I know I asked that question. And I know you guys were thinking about it. Oh, I'm going to be as loud as I. And look what happened to being loud. Got his head cut off. Right? All right, so let's move on. You know, we all come in here on, on Wednesdays and Sundays, and we all worship, right? Whether you like to or not, we all worship. Do you guys know the meaning about worshiping? We're talking about being the voice. What is worship? We'll tell you guys what worship is. Worship is the sound that that a lot of us don't understand, but it's paving the way. To usher in God into his presence and scaring away all those demons and, and all those little fiery darts that the enemy's trying to throw at this church. And for you, worshiping is clearing the way for all of you to be able to come in and receive God and to come in safely. That's what worship does. It's cleaning out house, if you want to say it best. You know that a a lion's roar can be heard for five miles away. And they roar to to let other lions know that they're this is my area. Five miles away. That is a hundred and fourteen decimals. Okay? And if you're trying to picture it. The, a jet engine is like one hundred and thirty decimals one hundred and forty the engine they're one hundred and fourteen that's just a roar that is their voice. I want to say Goliath sound like a like a roaring lion right They use this to advertise the other num the other animal's presence, right, to let them know that this is the area. And you know how many lions come together. There's a pride. They come together deep, right? But how many of us know that the women go and do all the work, and then they bring the food to them and all that, but that's another story. I'm just saying. That was just another, had to throw it out there, but he's nothing without those those females going out there and doing what he has to do. <laughs> Roar, ladies. <laughs> let's read. Let's read Second Chronicles. Let's go to Second Chronicles. Let, let me let me show you something on Second Chronicles. Twenty twenty one. It says here on twenty twenty one, Second Chronicles. It says, "And when he had consulted with the people, he." He appointed those who who, who should sing to the Lord and, and who should praise the beauty of holiness. As they went out before the army and were saying, praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. You guys catch that? It says, they went out before the army. They went out ahead of the army. These are worshipers with tremendous <laughs> weapons, but they have the best weapon, the worship, the power a human can come up with, His voice. The voice of the worshiper scares off demons, scares off the devil, puts the devil on check, even while he's in at our church because he didn't that. And yes, that's my mother-in-law. Listen. The voice, the voice is a powerful tool. You guys, voice because we like la voz. It's for a reason. It's our banner. It's what we stand for. It's our banner this year to let people know what we stand for. Right? Start finding your voice. Start being the voice. I know what happened here. I think the pages were upside, backwards. No? My wife printed it, so I'm just going to blame it on. No, I'm just playing. (laughs) I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Look. (laughs) She feeds me. Like, it feeds me. (laughs) (laughs) That's my son taking his mom's side, like, always. Telling you, man, telling you. You know the, I, I I wanted to use the animals because, you can get a better, feel of something of, of how how powerful a voice is, and I know we I mean how loud can you yell? How loud can you yell? How far you think somebody can hear you yelling? Not that far. Not that far. Maybe from here to the front of the parking lot of the street, maybe, you know. But listen, the blue whale, okay, the blue whale. And I just learned this, man, when we were watching TV, right? The blue whale, it has, it can sound out 140 decimals, louder than the, than the, the jet. And their voice can be heard for thousands of miles. I want to say, I want to say that Martha Luther King's voice reached that far because it was hitting the whole nation. People heard of his, his, his fight, what he was about, thousands of miles away. People came around everywhere to come and walk with him for his cause. And it wasn't just his cause. Yes, he was a black man, but he was, he was about the nation. You know, what they did, it wasn't just for the black man. It was for a lot of us here too. That, those rights was for everybody here. It wasn't just for, for one race. They stood for, for, for a lot more than that. In and, and, um, Proverbs, I want to read Proverbs 5, 12 to 13. Um, I'm going to give scriptures out. We've got some scriptures. We've got some times. I don't even know what time we started, Pastor, so somebody's going to have to come and tackle me. Proverbs 5, 13, it says, how, how I have hated instruction and my heart despised correction. I have not obeyed the voice of my teachers, nor inclined my ear to direct my life is confused. Your situations are confused. What voice? It says, "I went." And this wall was broke. Go to that one. Proverbs. Here we go. Well, I read that. That was down about desiring. This is Proverbs 27:14. Says, "Who blesses his friend?" And our voice our voice used for evil. Blessing your neighbor, you for somebody, right? Don't be that kind of loud than myself. I put it on Facebook and say, look, I'm feeling homeless. Why are you showing? We'll see what the world's gonna see. You don't gotta put it on Facebook. To me, that looks like when you buy the road and you give a dollar to somebody, don't put that on foot. I know I've done that. I pulled over and I prayed for somebody. And somebody else is honking behind me. Not by you putting it on Facebook. It just To me, just looks bad. I don't know how many of you guys do that, but sorry. Did you? <laughs> we still got time. Let's, let's, let's look at some scriptures about before you can have your own voice, before you know what you're doing or, or what voice you're listening to, you got to know what voice you got to hear, right? So let's, hear, let's see First um, Kings... Um, 13, and this is just, he was one of our leaders here, and he was my leader. and even while he's in the house, he's all fired up for God. And he sent me scriptures, and he's like, here, look at this, look at this. He was all excited. And, and when your spirits are down, and you know, when your spirits are down, then get in your word. When you're depressed, get in the word. You're being sick. Get in the word. Your finances, get in the word. Your wife is getting you mad. She didn't cook for you. Get in the word. Our answers is right here, man. I mean, it's like, it's like, it's like I, I, I've used this before. If I know this neighborhood so well and I tell you, hey, don't go down that one street. Go down that street. You'll get to the, you know, where you need to go faster. And if you go down that way, you're going to get up. I stop you. Your car might even not even make it out You know, and you don't listen, that's your bad. It's your bad, right? We're telling you the word works. We're leading you to the right answers. This works. You want to find out? Put it to use. Put it to use. And then, and then, if it don't work, come back and say to pastor. I mean, he that he's a liar. <laughs> but I guarantee you, you won't say that, because God works that fast. Yes, He does. Yes, He does. First Kings, it says, and there he went to, the, to a cave, and tonight in that place. And behold, the word of the Lord to him. Check this out. He went into the cave and the word came to him, right? Because he was desperate for something. Obviously, if he's going into a cave, he's looking for something. He's looking for answers. He wanted to be alone with God. And, it's, and he's doing here, Elijah. So he said, I have very zealous. Brothers. The children of Israel have forsaken your covenant. Torn down your altar, killed your prophets. I look, and they seek to take my life. God's will; they're out to kill him. Stand on, behold, he told him, and God said, and great roar, of pieces before the Lord. But the Lord not end, an earthquake in the earthquake, and after the earthquake, a fire, fire. I'm sorry, but if an earthquake and wind and earthquakes and all that came by, I'm gone. Right? Right? And that's a lie for me because we've had storms, we've had fires, we've had earthquakes. You can't go through the stuff that me and my wife have gone through and say that I'm gone. We're still standing here. Losing a child is not easy. You can't lose a child and then say, God didn't work, so I'm gone because God has worked and we're still standing here. Those are earthquakes. Those are fires. Those are strong winds that have hit our lives. You come up to me and tell me that God is a lie or he's not real, and I'm going to tell you you're a liar. You don't know what I know. And if you want to know, then walk with me. I'll show you. I'll show you what he does. I'll show you the truth of him. Because you can't say that I'm standing here by my will. Or my wife's will. She ain't carrying me and I ain't carrying her. God is carrying us. Getting hyped up right now, man. I was like, I need to calm down because the pastor's going to kick me out. And after the earth, the Lord was not fire. And after the fire, small voice, a still small voice came to him. What does that tell us? That he was listening to the right voice. The right, following the right voice. Follow the voice and started to the voice. There's many voices out there. It's from Matthew 3. 3. And it says, Those days John the Baptist came in the of Judea and saying, and for he was spoken of by the prophets Isaiah, saying, Voice of, prepared the way Lord, make his. You guys, you guys, we're trying to prepare that way for you. Whatever's going to come, that when it hits you, come to God, come to Christ. Because we're all going to go through it. We might not be going through anything crazy. There's a point you're going to, and you're going to be like, "Where am I going?" Well, you've heard it here. You can't say you didn't know about it. You can't say that we didn't warn you or tell you where you need it. I don't want to be fake. I might tell you, oh, you got time. <laughs> you do got time. Then I wouldn't love you guys. John 10.4. And when he brings out his own sheep, before they follow him, or they know his do you know who's calling you? Do you hear it? I was asked the other day, hey, how do I know God's, and I don't think that it's hard to write them, right? It's hard to, to you are right or right, wrong. It's hard to even say you were right and wrong when you know they said they were right. Does it make sense? That's the truth. That's the word of God. God is nothing but love. So if whatever's happening and whatever he wants you to do, you know that it's out of love, then it's God. Even if it makes you uncomfortable. 1 Thessalonians. 416. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout with the of a an archangel with and trumpet and the dead in the dead in Christ will rise first. The voice. I want to be able to know the voice of Jesus when that happens. What is the saying? Right here? When you hear that is because he's come home. Your mom will come out at, the lights went out on the streets, get home! And you were like, oh, that's my mom, I got to get home now. You heard your mom or your dad. My kids heard when I whistled. I can't whistle no more because these teeth are not real no more. But, (laughs) those are, those are bot, No, they don't come out, but but they're not. I can't whistle. That was my, that was my big thing, I couldn't whistle. I was like, I can't whistle, babe. But, you knew when your mom called you, right? And what did that feel like when you heard your mom calling you when you knew the lights were already turning off and you're like, dang, the lights just went out. What if, let me, let me ask you this. What if, what if when those lights went out, those doors were locked and you could no longer come in the house? I'm just saying, that's why God hasn't came back yet. He wants everybody to make it. And some of us say God is mean. God hates me. Come on, man. You don't think I talked like that? You don't think I said that when I went to prison? God hates me? He put me behind bars. I'm away from my family, my kids. And you know what he said? You were with them when you were out there anyways. I was chasing that sack. Oh, oh, For you guys that don't know the lingual, I was chasing the bag, the meth, the crystal meth, the whatever. Whatever came in the bag, I was chasing it. So God said, why are you crying now when I had you outside? You didn't do nothing. So, hey man, don't do that. Now I'm a mouth up here, man. I'm gonna have to hurry this up. But let's just say that if 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 those lights went out and you knew that your parents are gonna lock those doors, wouldn't you want to get in the house before that happened? So why is it any different right now from you trying to get to the right house and time, on time? What voice are you listening to? What voice am I listening to? I already told you where I, who I'm listening to. I've been out since 2005. If I was still listening to the world of the, the voice of the world, where would I be at, you guys? Just saying, man. I'm pouring out my heart over here, and you guys are just like, Okay. Oh, that's okay. (laughs) Listen, I never get into this book. And I know because this book right here is like, you better be ready to listen and hear what's in this book. Revelations 3.20. Okay. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anybody hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him and he with me. Do you not want to eat with God? Do you not want to have a relationship with God? Because I know he's knocked on many of your guys' doors. I know he has. I know he has. You're not here because I invited you or somebody else invited you. There was a door being knocked on and you answered it. You came. Now the seed has been planted. It's not my job, pastor's job, or anybody's job to water it, but God's. But you can also come in and and, want to be, you know, At the right place. At the right time. And have God do what he has to do. Because the moment we go back out there. You know what you're doing. I don't need to say it. I don't need to remind it. I don't even got to point it out to you. You already know your decision. I thank God that I was being able to be used. And and to share. And to. And to read the word, and, and, and it's a challenge for, for me, too. Whenever we come up here, it's a challenge for us, too, to, to, to get in the word, to get into what he's saying to us. And, and every time, we, you've heard many people say it, and many people that minister, oh, it's being ministered to me, too. It, it ministers to us before it ministers to you. Because we had to put this together and hear from God what he wanted to say. We hit a lot of different areas. The one was, how loud is your voice? Well, you know what? Who cares how loud it is? If you're not listening to the right voice, who cares how loud your voice is? It doesn't really matter. The one that's going to matter is if you're following Christ and you're preaching God's word. That's when it's going to matter. I mean, let's just say that we were wrong. Let's just say we were wrong. But why would you want to take that chance? Why would you want to gamble with your own life? When we die, when I die, I'm not taking my wife with me. I can't help her. She can't help me. But as long as I'm living and I, and I have air to breathe, I'm going to try to get her to the right place. I'm going to try to get you to the right place. I'm going to try to get everybody to the right place. Because I have had an encounter. had an encounter, all of us who were here Saturday and Sunday had an encounter none of us can deny that I don't care how many people say oh I was thrown, I was pushed what did you feel inside what did you feel inside you can't, that can't be denied, that can't be faked because it was in you Christ appeared inside your house. Didn't mind. I was back there the whole time. Or up here. Whether if I got slanged or not, I felt Christ in here. I still feel Christ in here. You know why? Because the worshipers come up and they lead the way. And then our pastors come up and preach us. The Holy Spirit. Be about Christ. That's all I have for you guys tonight, and uh, let's close up.